Amen. Well, I'm going to jump on in with a personal question. If y'all can look up there. And I was asked you, how rich are you? You probably say, what? What is it? Preacher, what you want to know? What, are you going to pass a hat or something? What, how rich are you, right? But I, I want you to think about that. The first thing you think of, man, why in the world, you know? Why, why, what does that have to do with what we're talking about today? But I'm going to get there. Y'all give me a little leeway. I like to bring you right to the edge of your seat because, you know, he's, I know he's got something in, in plan, right? I know he's got something in the background running. But think about that, you know? Have you ever been somewhere, don't raise your hands, been somewhere, eating maybe, something like that, and you look over and somebody got a nice watch and their hair is just right and the shirt's just so and the dress is just like this and everything, and you go, hmm, wonder what they do. Huh? You got to do that face, don't you? But you think you're not doing the face. But, you know, I, I like I love watching people, you know. You be over there, and I get my little corn cake or whatever, because I'm all about the food. I don't care what they got on, really, unless you're handling my food. And I hope you got some gloves or something on, you know what I mean? <laughs> but, but, but other than that, I really don't care, you know. So, you know, sometimes you're looking around. I see people come, somebody come in there, or maybe, maybe with a big church hat. Get their hat on. Everybody's going, golly, can't believe that. You know, or whatever, right? We, we, we size people up and we put them in that little hole, right? That just because we think, well, surely, you know, they, that's something else. I've told you this many times. I, I, I love this. Rock and roller, I don't have much hair left right there. That lady, boy, she said, you, don't, you want me to cut a little off the back? I, I said, yeah, her little and my little was not the same. <laughs> but it's little now. I can't even do that. No more. So, you know, I was rocking and rolling. You had that hair, man, and everything like that. And when people don't see you for a long time, they think, think you're doing the same things, you know. And I've told you all this before, you know. I go to, 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 to preach a funeral or something like that and see different folks. And I'm out there. I say, how y'all doing? How you doing? Oh, man, we haven't seen you. You're still playing guitar every week? Really? You're playing every week? Man, you ought to come check us out. Yeah, I'll get back with you see where it's at. I say, yeah, man, we got room for it. Got, got plenty of room. Yeah, I'm jamming. What about your boy? Is he playing drums? Yeah. Oh, man, we got this girl on the keyboard. She can blow, man. Woo! And they're like, really? You're jamming, are you? Yeah. And then they're up there cussing and slapping you on the back and talking about how much they drank last night. And I said, yeah, how about that? All that. And then all of a sudden they said, bow your head, Reverend Chapman, coming up there. And, they go, they go. and all their faces go up. They go, he's a preacher. Oh, and then it's funny. Then they get real spiritual when you come back. And I, I just love them where they're at because I was that same guy. You know what I mean? I'm the same guy. What I always say, right here, I'm preaching to me first. I say it every week, and I'm serious. But, you know, you get out there, and I can see them, and they're going like this, and, and you're talking, and, and I'm a people watcher, so I'm talking and seeing what's going on and all this, and they're going, can you believe that? Can you believe that? You remember when he jumped off that pool table? Yeah, yeah, he hit his head on the light. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, he fell on top of my sister. Yeah, and all this is going on, you know, they're just, yeah, they're checking all that, so they want you, they want you in that same box, you know. I had a guy from work the other day, you know, still working out of NASA and working here, and it was funny because at work, you know, you do your job. You're still sharing Jesus, but you're doing your job, and I can see my buddies over there, he goes, and he told me, he says, now I see what you really do, <laughs> you know what I mean? When God's called you to something, right, you enjoy it. You know, I get excited about Jesus. How about y'all? Oh, man, I tell you what. I just can't stand it sometimes, man. I got to share some Jesus. Well, getting back to this, I feel pretty rich because I get to do that. How about you? But, you know, I want to tell you something. Here you go. It ain't about the money. Right? You know, a lot of times people get all wrapped around the wheel and say, oh, man, it's about this, it's about this. So I, I kind of drug you in with that a little bit, hooked you with that, because there's so much more I want to share. 
today. Let's take a look at God's word. We're going to jump in right here. If you got your Bibles, it's Colossians 3.16. Got most of the things printed up here, and I want to read that for you here. It says, let the message about Christ and all its richness, ready, here we go, fill your lives, teach and counsel each other with all wisdom he gives, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. And if you take a look at your handout, I just went right down there and dissected that scripture. Our three points here is fill your life, teach and counsel, and praise God with a thankful heart. How many people praise God with a thankful heart? You got to have a thankful heart if you're going to praise God. How you going? You got to smile, man. That's what I always say, man. Even God's so good, he gave his son a name that when we speak it, you got to smile. I always say, you can't say Jesus. Jesus. Don't even shout out Jesus. You got to say Jesus, man, teeth and everything. Both of them if you're from West Virginia, right? And I can say that because my people's from West Virginia. I got to tell you this when my dad was around. Jesse was growing up. He got some of those bubble teeth. And he was smiling. My dad said, you got any actions? He thought it was an upgrade. <laughs> yeah, well, you, know, you don't need them. We'll get some other ones. Oh, my goodness, man. But family is important, isn't it? You know, this week uh, we've had family go through some, some tough stuff. The Zazmowitz family has been through a loss of the dad, the husband, a, a granddad, a great-granddad. And I want to tell you, that's really where this message set in my heart. You know, we had a home going. We had a celebration for Dick Zazmowitz. And I want to tell you what. I thought about that. I wrote a few things. I said, you know, i got to share a few things about that. I said, you know, during that time, there was family, friends, peace, praises, tears of sorrow, and tears of joy. There was opportunities for salvation, and eternity was granted for those who call on the name of Jesus. Let me tell you, that's a home going right there. And, you know, we continue to lift up the family as they go through, you know, the healing process of, of losing a loved one. But let me tell you what I've experienced walking through the, with the family through this. The Lord has given them a peace that passes all understanding. Because, you know, when you know your loved one knows Jesus... It's all the difference in the world. Hey, we're going to have some down days when we lose somebody. We're going, to, we're, going to, we're, going to, we're going to shed some tears. But I want to tell you what. Isn't it good to know that you know what? They're not shedding any more tears. If it is, it's tears of joy. Amen? And it's just a matter of fact, a matter of time until we get there when we know Jesus. So with that, this is, you know, I tell you a lot of times when the Lord speaks to me when I'm in the shower because i got my mouth shut. That's about all the time, so I won't drive. But sometimes it's on my motorcycle because even if I'm talking, I can't even hear what I'm saying on that thing. And I was driving along, man, after we did the, did the funeral and stuff, and I just thought about the, the lives and things. And I thought about the stories that they shared about their dad and their husband and their, and their grandfather and things about it. And if people give testimony of different things, how, he, how Dick would take time with them and make them laugh. He loved to laugh. What is your legacy look like? Let me tell you what, beautiful picture of how God had worked in his life. Now, I'm going to tell you what, ain't nobody saying everybody was perfect or anything else. But I know this, we know the one that is. And he had confidence in the one that is. And that's what I'm talking about today. So, you know, I asked the family, I said, you know, if there's any way you could please come today, I, I appreciate y'all coming. And, and they did come. And, uh, and I just want to just kind of say thank you for giving us such an opportunity to uh just love on you guys during that time. And it's not going to stop. Amen. We're going to keep on pressing on. So let's read this one more time and we'll jump on into our message. Let the message about Christ and all its richness fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. All. I love it when he says all. 
sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to give to, to God with thank, thankful hearts. Man, I got to get a drink of water on that. We're going to get ready to get in here. So who can look at a sheet and tell me the first thing we're going to talk about? Fill your lives. Mm -hmm. And with that being said, I got the whole family involved in this thing this week. I talked to Sunday. I said, you know, I mean, the Lord's just been showing me this, this message that I want to put together. I said, you know, there's always stuff that we need. We, how many know we need to, to learn things sometimes? Right? Grow in all the wisdom and different things. And, and, and surely we're talking about spiritual things. But that's things people can teach you all day long that will probably be some value. So with that being said, I said, Sonny, can you come? Can, can you bring something to the table and teach us something today? And he said, you know what? I said, hey, Sonny, I want to, this, I love that. I called him. I said, hey, Sonny, I want to use you, Sonny. He said, whatever you need. <laughs> Boy, I thought, oh, man. You'll be glad I'm a praying man. I thought, man, I want to get him now. I wouldn't do you like that. Brother, come on up. Put your hands together for Captain Sonny. All right. So, Sonny, what are you? Oh, oh. they're going to string the preacher up. What are you going to share with Sonny? I mean, come on, turn around here. Turn around here so everybody can see that smiling face. Now, let me just say this. You know that you need to, you need to listen and, and follow instructions and everything like that. You always want to be sure that you're listening to what's going on. Okay? I come into the doctor and I hurry. Yeah. Somebody just sent me something. Yeah, somebody sent me on Facebook something. You got that one? Hey, come on, baby. Come on, baby. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> do it again. Oh, did you ever try to do it this way, though? Can you, can't you just kind of do it that way? Maybe no, that way? That's not. Maybe not. Well, I think I can do it that way. Here's another one. This, this is a trick. I can help you with that. Okay, Let me help you with that. Just put it around like that right there. You just do it like that one. I don't think we're going to get the bug I know. Yeah. I've seen them out there. The, the rabbit comes out of the hole and goes around the tree. Mm -hmm. And then it goes back in the hole. Like, like right there. Mm -hmm. When I get started, <laughs> I call it a bowl. Bowling, Tim. Bowling knot. And you can pull out just as hard as you want to. Go ahead, pull on hard. I think I hurt myself. So you, can, you can't get it so far you won't come on. That's all right. Okay. Now show them on this side over here, okay. too. Okay. Here we go. Here we go. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You got anything else for me? I'm sure you know what you're going to say. Oh, I ain't too busy. You need something tired to hold on, mate. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it's just one, mate. It's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> Denise is watching real close. <laughs> it's called a clove hitch, Marty. Oh, a clove hitch. we're going to follow that with two half hitches. And if Denise takes this in, she got you. You ain't going to. Got to hold you on Hurricane Isabel. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that's some good stuff. And you think with that, when that gets tight, you got to cut it loose. Amen. Go ahead, Zach. All right. That's good stuff. How about a little hand? Thank you. Now, did did y'all notice how much I was paying attention in the beginning? Yeah. You know, I had to check my Facebook. Had to see what was going on. Wanted to get a selfie and all that. All this. Yeah. I didn't know how to check your back. 
<laughs> Y'all have to listen to some other ones. You ain't going to let me let that go, are you? Oh, my goodness. Sonny, thank you. I appreciate that. That's, that was right off the, I better put this down because somebody will call. I ain't kidding. Uh, if somebody will call. But you know what? I like that because there's so many things that we can we can draw from that. I want I want to jump on into the message. Y'all doing all right? And that's going to work right on here. You know what? In our lives, we need to fill up on the things of God, and we need to be listening. And I asked Sonny to do that because I said, you know, isn't that a great? Isn't just what I was doing? Isn't that what people do so many times? Man, been he'd been tying knots before I was. Well, I ain't gonna say was born, <laughs> but he probably was, you know, I mean, I know he just had a nice birthday and stuff, so I wasn't going to drag all that in there, but you know, I'm looking at that stuff, and, and here, did you see, oh, I can look, did you ever try it this way, <laughs> you may have been doing it longer than I've been walking, why don't we do that sometimes, don't we try to, don't we try to drive the bus, and they're talking, and, and they're, well, look at this, and we've got all those little gadgets, and all those things that get in between us, and the very best of the teacher, Amen? I, I, I like when you when you had me tied to you. You know what? God's got, I won't say a rope on you. I'll say he's got a line on you. Amen? God's got a line on you, and he will never let you go. Now, you know what? He'll even give you a little leash on it. He'll let you do things your way. He'll let you walk down here and everything else. But I want to tell you what. Just like we said when we celebrated in the celebration of life, we know that when we put our faith and trust in the Lord, you know what? The night that he has on us. The night of love. Amen. Ain't coming loose. Amen. That's great. I appreciate that. So I want to take a, use that little imagery and just kind of show how we really need to be teachable and fill our lives. Right? What is the first thing? It says, let the message about Christ and all its riches fill your lives. Sometimes we need to ask directions. All right? All the wives are looking at their husbands saying, amen, right? That's it. Oh, man. You know, it's, it's, and sometimes, how many, anybody have to go back and forth through the tunnel occasionally over here? You know you'd rather go the long way around just as long as you're moving, right? What is that? You just can't sit still. Sometimes we need to sit still and listen to what God has for us. Amen? So it's good to ask directions, but you want to make sure that you get directions from the right source. Amen? Where do we get the source from? We want to go to the Lord of the Lord, right? Let's keep on going. We'll walk through it. We need to listen when we get directions. Now, Sonny was giving directions, but I wasn't listening. How many times, you know, sometimes the Lord is whispering to you, and we turn the volume up on W, me, me, me. Woo, it's all about me, it's all about me, all about me. Boom, you end up in a ditch, and you go, I need you, Jesus. Right? You want him to get the tow rope to bring you on in, right? But you know what? Isn't it good to know that God doesn't just throw his hands up? Because when he threw his hands out 2,000 years ago, it is finished. Amen. We need to listen to that direction. Follow that direction. What else we got? Following the directions. How often? You know, I, I, my dad used to tell me this. He says, I don't know what it is, especially with equipment. Every piece of equipment that we have, you try to make it do something and it won't do. He said, if it's a three horsepower engine, you try to take something off to make it a fool. If you turn around and it's got two wheels, you want to ride on the back one. You know, all that stuff. And, and, and I always pushed it to the edge. You know, if somebody climbed a tree this high, I want it to go a little bit higher. That's why I've had so many surgeries. Right? <laughs> my kids said, Dad, you're getting old. I said, well, I wasn't very kind to my body. I didn't listen to directions. I didn't follow directions real good. Right? So now I have a real 
great tendency to listen a little bit better to folks who've been around the block. Amen? Let me tell you. Kevin used to tell me this all the time. He says, I wasn't always an electrician. Here's a few things he learned is what he meant along the way. Let me tell you, I wasn't always a preacher, right? And God's still working in my life, and I'm thankful for that. Aren't you glad he won't just leave you there? Get two points and say, well, that, that, you, you're topped out. That's it. That's all you could possibly be. Now, the world will tell you that, but the Lord will say, come on, I got something else better for you. I love it. I love it, man. You know, you go a lot of times, you, you, you put in for that promotion, you put in for this at work, and you think this is going to be this way. You've been there 30 years. Surely you're going to get a job, and they step right by you. If you have the joy of the Lord, it'll take a lot of the sting out. I ain't going to say it's always going to be easy. And yes, I know how this, I, this is my life. I'm sharing sure with you. You know, you think, surely it's going to go down this way. And maybe it doesn't. But I'm going to tell you what. If the world shuts the door, God will open a window, man. He does it all the time. He does it all the time. And I want to tell you this. It doesn't mean it's always going to be comfortable. See, this is what happens a lot of time with the, with the world looking at the church. See, if we don't give them the true gospel and tell them what it's all about, they think, man, I'm, it's, coming to Jesus is like hitting the, 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 the pick three. Woo, I got it. I won. Yeah, you are a winner. You do have victory. But I'm going to tell you what. In that time, just because you're a Christian doesn't mean that your kids always get straight A's. doesn't mean your wife always thinks you're Mr. Wonderful. You can jump in any time, baby. <laughs> she didn't even give me an amen on that. <laughs> but, but what I'm saying is, we're still doing real life, aren't we? But we have a real life Savior that we can come to, that comforts us, that, that speaks to us, that gives us direction and teaches us. And, and here's the thing. We need to enjoy the journey. And I'm going to keep going back and pulling a few things from, from the service we had the other day with Dick. You know what? I didn't spend a lot of time with, with Mr. Zasmowitz, but the time I did spend him, he was always smiling. Always had a joke. Always had something going on. And the testimonies of his grandchildren and great-grandchildren and his friends and all, it pointed to the same things. Great provider. You know, love his family. Now, I'm pulling these in because I wanted just to take an everyday guy and show you how impacting his life can be to his family and friends. Now I want to put you in there. How is your life being impacting to your family and friends? I don't know about you, but when I go to a funeral or do a funeral or when Christmas comes or something comes to, to what seems to be its end of this, I, I start putting myself in that equation. What would they say if today, if they were over there at Clayton Rollins and somebody was speaking over my body, would they say, you know, uh, he's a nice guy. Yeah. Boy, he sure had a loud motorcycle. Boy, I tell you what, he loved that three-legged dog he's got. <laughs> Y'all know I love my dog, man. I love that dog. Ooh, I don't even know. I don't know what I'd do if I had a four-legged dog. I've had her so long. You know, what would they say? Would they say, you know what? I know that man wasn't perfect, but I tell you what, he followed the one that did. I know he missed the mark from time to time, but he kept getting up. I know that he cared about people because he invested in people. I know he cared about the Lord because he kept telling people about the Lord. You see what I mean? So, no matter how long we live here, when we know Jesus, we've got a great place to go when we get there. Miles told me something. He called me the night his dad passed away, and I'll never forget this. He said, well, brother, he said he graduated. Dad graduated. I said, you know, I'm sorry to hear that, but I'm so glad that he knows the Lord. He said, me too. And he says, you know what? 
He took his last breath here, but he took his first breath there. That's the peace that's passed on to your family when they know that you know the Lord. That doesn't mean that you got a great attendance at church and does this and that and you, you, you did this and all that. All those are great things. Those are works. We're talking about the pure grace of God. We're talking about the finished work of the cross. So you know what? We need to enjoy the journey. I love, I love life, man. I get down a little bit, but not too much. Every now and then. Because usually if I get down, you know what happens? I don't say nothing. And people, when I don't say anything, people say, what's wrong? What's wrong? Because usually this thing don't stop. You know, I'm thinking, man, this is fun. This is good. I mean, little stuff makes me happy. Little stuff. Like when my son comes to me at 12 till 10 last night and says, you think we can make it a Chick-fil-A? I said, I don't know. Let's do it. <laughs> and we take off and I go, all right, all right, go. So we'll go over 35, boy. We'll go over 35. All right, and then he's driving. I said, why'd you go this way? <laughs> what if you wanted me to go the other way? Go that way. I love picking it. I love having fun. Right? <laughs> well, I'll just say this. You've got till Thursday till your dad's not riding with you and then you drive by yourself. But, <laughs> but you know what's funny? What's funny is when he's teasing me, he actually remembers everything I said. Now, if he applies that when he drives, we're going to be all right. But he's saying, yeah, son. Why you, why'd you do that? Why are you going so fast? Look, I tell him, I said, what are you doing, son? I said, just because it's 35, baby, don't mean you got to do it in a half a second. You know, I'm sitting there, I said, well, let's just go. Man, you know, he's rolling there, right? Look at Mike, said, yeah, that's it. That's it. Or, that, is my, that is my child, I can tell you. Or we're going down the road, and I said, red light, red light. Red light. Stop! <laughs> and both my children have this thing here. And I know I probably do God this way. I got it. I got it, Pop. Thomas has told me a hundred million times. I got it, Pop. No, you don't. I got it, Pop. No, you don't. I got it. Ouch. Yeah. Just say, Dad, I got it. Dad, I got it. Dad, I, don't look at me. Look at that way. I got it. Do you tell God that sometimes? Oh, I do, I do, I do. And I'm thinking, that's why you're doing it with them, right? You're teaching me, you're teaching me. You know, I got it. I got it under control. I got it under control. Did you pray today? Oh, yeah, I got it under control. I got it under control. I tell you how good I got it under control. I moved our, my truck from here, and I always parked down there. Next thing you know, I was going around the thing again. But Tony's like, why are you up here? And I wanted to come up with something. I said, I was thinking about what me and Sonny were going to talk about. Right? So I played it off and parked the truck back over there, right? But my mind was somewhere else. Right? My mind was thinking about getting things done. I was thinking, oh, okay, I didn't I just talked to Sonny just a little bit. I, I want to get with him on this rope thing and all this. Next thing you know, I'm driving down here. I'm driving back here. Whoop, I just missed my parking spot. I'm driving back through here. And everybody's going, where is he going? I'm going, <laughs> I'm just smiling like, I don't have a clue. I don't know. Thank the Lord he lets you have U-turns, amen? We need them in life sometimes. Yeah, you got to think ahead when you drive. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I got it. I got it, I got it. Right, that's what I'm saying. Boy, some of those things you say will have a way of coming back and getting you, don't they? Man, amen. I guess my boy going to be a preacher next week. Oh, my goodness. Psalm 143, 8. Let's take a look at this. Let me hear of your unfailing love each morning. 
For I am trusting you. Show me where to walk. For I give myself to you. You know, if I started my morning out giving myself to God, just saying, you know, Lord, direct my steps. You know, lead God to direct me today, Lord. You know, I know you got unfailing love for me, and I'm trusting you, but show me where to walk. Man, wouldn't my life look a lot better? How about yours? Man. But, you know, we take off running, don't we? Usually in the opposite direction. Got a way of doing that. Isn't that something? Because this is what happens in the world. Everything's shiny and new. And, oh, look at that. Look over here. Man, the enemy knows how to dress everything up. He's a counterfeit, isn't he? He'll dress it all up for you over here. And next thing you know, you've gone further than you wanted to go. You've paid more than you got. And you've stayed a whole lot longer than you need to. But aren't you glad? Just like today, Lord, let me have a U-turn in life. So today, I pray, if you know what? If we feel like, you know, we're filling our lives up with things that, that are wasting our time and are taken away from us, man, just U-turn and turn it over to God. Amen? Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. Let's keep on rolling. I got some more for you. Everybody doing good so far? Yes, indeed. We having a good time. I had a few things. And uh, I, I love my study Bible. I pulled some of these things out of here. And, and the next thing we saw as we read through here, it says, teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom that he gives. How many know God's got plenty of wisdom? He's not short on that. Right? He's not short on wisdom. Hey, you know, he's not just trying to keep it to himself. He'd be able to give it to you. Like maybe when you're working on some boats. Right? Doing some different things. Tying some knots. Dealing with the children, dealing with your finances, encouraging people, maybe whatever it may be. Working on cars, man. Cooking. I like that one. Cooking, right? Because we got some ladies in here who can cook. And some guys that can cook, too. But you know what? God is always willing to teach and counsel. So, you know, sometimes I wonder, how can we pray for one another? I got some good scriptures here and just kind of highlighted some stuff. I'm going to walk through seven of these things, how we can pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. If you go back through Colossians, like 1, 3, and this is in Colossians, and it says, be thankful for, uh, I just kind of highlighted some of these things, be thankful for their faith and change life. Are you thankful for, for your brothers and sisters that their life were changed by the Lord? It's amazing. It's amazing that transformation. Sometimes it's immediate. Sometimes it's a little bit at a time, but it's an ongoing process. But let me tell you something that's not an ongoing process. The day you call on the name of Jesus, you're secure. Amen. Pastor Buddy didn't say live any way you want. This don't matter and everything else. You know what? But I'm going to tell you what. Who's holding your salvation? The Lord. Who's it all about? The Lord. Who rose on the third day? The Lord. Who are we trusting in? The Lord. Who's sitting on the right-hand side of God interceding on our behalf? The Lord. Who's it all about? You. No. <laughs> we, we go through all those things. We say, yeah, 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 me. No. It's about the Lord. Amen. So we can be thankful uh, for, for the changed lives. I know I'm thankful for the changed lives that I've seen. I, I miss Jeff here today. You know, a lot of times, man, I get kind of misty, man, when I start talking about my boy. Me and Jeff got into a lot of stuff, a lot of different things. And to see God working in his life and see God working in our life, to see God working in the life of the guy in the mirror, man, that's pretty amazing. And I also know this. There's still more work to do. But that's all right because we're secure and we can continue to move forward in that. What else can we be thankful for? How can we pray for folks? Ask God to help them to know his will. How many want to know what God's will is? We want to know what God has for this. I talk to people all the time. I just don't know what God wants me to do. You know? Spend some time with God. Ask the Lord. Ask some people that are plugged in with the Lord. What do they see in your life? 
You know, a lot of times, I've got friends and, and, and some of the main things that go, well, I don't know, man, how the Lord's using me. I'm thinking, I know he's using you in my life a lot because you're a great listener. You know, you, you've got some godly wisdom when I'm getting overloaded, man, and I'm reading the word. And I say, what do you think about this? And they'll go, oh, well, have you ever thought about it this way? And the Lord was showing me this in my prayer time, and I just want to share this with you. Man, let me tell you what. God is able and willing to use us at any stage of the game. How about this? Ask God to give you the spiritual wisdom and understanding. Isn't that something? The Holy Spirit can teach us something in a split second that, that would take us years, days, months, lifetimes to try to get squared away any other time. Isn't that amazing? God just will whisper something to you, show you a little something, and then we can pass it on. Just like the, so how old were you when you learned to tie those knots? Yeah. Probably wasn't even, probably wasn't even walking real good and learn that. All those years. But somebody showed you that. Somebody passed that wisdom and understanding on. And that was something that you liked. And you ended up spending the rest of your life using those tools that somebody showed you early on. It's amazing. So what is the tools that God's packed in your life that you can share with your family, with your friends, with others? Think about that. God is willing to show you. Keep on rolling. Ask God to help them live to honor and please him. We need to encourage one another. You know what we usually do? You did that. We got this finger thing going. But you said that. But you did that. You shouldn't wear that. You looked at, oh, that's too loud. That's well, but last week you said, she said, man, we could tear the body the, the, the body of Christ down. How about encouragement? You know, every now and then, Tiny Tim and all of them here, let me tell you, let me just say this right now. I appreciate each and every one of y'all. I appreciate your prayers. I appreciate what y'all do. Phone calls, texts, prayers, everything else. But sometimes I, I, I'll, I'll be out here like I was out this morning. I didn't even know I was going to talk about this. And I said, hey! Tim's like, what? I said, I just want to tell you something. Yeah. I said, no, let me tell you how much I appreciate you. Sometimes I just like to stop the mute. Let me tell you how much I appreciate you. You know? Different things like that. It, it, it's amazing. And, they, and, and sometimes they kind of laugh. But I know that they know that I'm for real about it. I really appreciate what they do. Let me tell you something. Were you off last week? I know you were, because I couldn't find nothing in the bag. <laughs> right? Let me tell you, Mike and Bonnie and, and others help all the time, right? We get ready to go. They jump up here. They got everything in a spot, in a place, everything else. This morning, I must have put it up last week. Because I was like, have you seen my cord? Mike always puts it over here. Well, I didn't put it there. Do you know where the batteries are for that? Well, Bonnie always puts that back over here. You see what I'm saying? I think it's good for people to know how much they are appreciated. The little things that they just do because they do makes a difference, man. So think about that. That's just, that's, just, that's just 20 minutes at the end of service all the time. But they're faithful in that. They're doing that, looking at that. And, and many others. I'm just, I'm just saying that because Mike's on the front row, so I had to get in. But I also knew that when I started looking for my stuff today, I was like, I don't know where it's at. Because you know what? A lot of times we get out of sync in life. We get out of, we, we, we start watching just like when Sonny was doing this and I was looking over here and playing around and all that. We do that in life, man. We do that in life. And, and, and look at this. Look at the, the spiritual implication. He showed me something that could probably save my life down the line. Something to tie off on. Something. You know, we live in a, in a crazy place. We get storms and things like that. It'd be real good to know a couple of those knots that don't come undone, especially based on me covering my lawnmower up every other day because the cover blows off because I do this little 
girly man night, I guess you would call it. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, it's like, this is, oh, that's real good. I'm double bowing. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> in the wind goes, and I go, is that my stuff out there? It's in the neighbor's yard, you know? So, son, if you ain't doing nothing at the church, can you tie my lawnmower cover off? <laughs> I can tie my lawnmower cover off. Oh, my goodness. Y'all see? Y'all know you can pray for your pastor, right? Ask God to give the, them more knowledge of himself. Man, we are never, ever, ever going to come up short knowing more about Jesus. It's exciting. You know, I've talked I talk to people, have you read your Bible before? They go, oh, I read it. Man, you're amazing if you can read it one time and get all that. I read it all the time, and I'm going, man, he said that. See, we are preaching today. This whole sermon is basically out of one line of God's word. Just one, one, little, one little nugget, man. He's full, and he wants to share with us. Ask God to give them strength for endurance and patience. If you're married and have children, this is a good one to have right here. Right there? Y'all see that? Let's read it again. Ask God to give them strength for endurance and patience. Isn't that amazing? If you work where I work, that's good to have, right? How about where you work? Hey, isn't it amazing? Can you say, if this is made now, do you think? I'm going to give a tip to, to the young folks and, the, and other folks probably are nervous. Things really don't change that much in the workplace from junior high till you die, okay? I've been on the job 32 years. If somebody finds out something bugs you, they will bring it up every day just to get under your skin. Didn't they do that in eighth grade? Right? If, if, if you're doing good on the job and they're not, they want to talk about everything you messed up the last five years so they make them look better. It's the same thing. You know, I'm thinking, man, we, do we really grow in these things sometimes? And so I, I said, you know, some of this, this nonsense is stuff, you just have to have endurance and patience. Where does that come from? No, we got victory in Jesus. And that's something. At the end of the day, when I'm riding home, no matter how bad the day is, I hope I can remember, you know what, man, I'm a winner in Christ. How about that? Get up this morning and think about it. Man, isn't that something? That nothing I can do, nothing you can do, nothing the president or whoever might be the president is going to undo what God did. That's a good word. So guess what? I don't have to watch as much news now because I know Jesus is in control. I like to be up to date. I like to be informed. I like to be praying for our country and all those things. But let me tell you, I, oh, man. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder if the Lord knows what's going on with us. I had to do that, right? He's in control. And, and let me tell you, like Scott said many times, read the end of the book. We win. We win in Jesus, right? I love that, man. Over and over and over we see how, how God continues to just strengthen us, give us endurance, doing all those things right there. Give us patience. And I said, ask God to fill them with joy and thankfulness. No, I want to stay there for just a second. Ask God to fill them with joy and thankfulness. Mm -mm -mm. How many people are happy here? Body, I'm glad you're happy. <laughs> you see that? She went, she went, boo, and then everybody else went, boo. You think about that. You ever ask somebody, have you ever worked with somebody? I was working with a guy the other day, and my buddy said, is he happy? I said, why don't you ask him? He said, are you happy? And the guy said, he said, you already answered he just made the face. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long delay. You know what I mean? Are you happy? Now, that doesn't mean everything's going right. Everything's perfect. Uh, 
oh, the money's just falling out your, your, your pants pocket when you're going over here. You know, the kids the kids just got accepted into something else. And, and your wife's calling you three times a day. Say, you know, I just want to tell you I love you. I know it's been 15 minutes. Yeah. Does that happen to anybody? Man. No, no wonder y'all on the front. I need to sit in the front row. <laughs> she says she's happy. She called you and told you how much she loves you. That's good. Sometimes I call Denise to remind her how much she loves me. I said, I just, and I always tease. I said, well, I'll just go. She said, well, you need anything? I said, no, baby. I'll just call you to tell, to tell you how much you love me. She goes, well, I do. Okay. I have fun. I have fun. But you know what? To, give, to, to be filled with joy and thankfulness. We should be the happiest people in the world if you know Jesus. Right? No weapon formed against me going to prosper, right? We're going to be all right. We're going to spend eternity with the Lord. We know we got somebody that's in our corner, no matter what. Yeah, we got some aches and pains. We got some things like that. I'm not saying you stub your toe and you go, oh, Lord, I just love the way that felt. You know? Oh, look at that new scar on my knee right there. Boy, that's, oh, yeah, that's a blessing of the Lord. <laughs> I ain't saying that. But I'm saying the big picture living. The big picture living. Man, I've got to sometimes, how about you, go back and remember what God saved me from. And when I do that, guess what? It actually grows my endurance and my patience. Yeah? Sometimes I have people that, that, that I don't hear from from a long, 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 long time. They go, hey, man, can you come out here? See, the old man go, no, I ain't heard from you in a year and a half. I ain't doing nothing. See you later. Take care. I got to go. See you. But I just say, well, what's going on in your life? Because I was that guy. You know? I told you about a friend of mine that I used to play music with. And, and God bless him. I wouldn't hear from him for a year. And he called and he says, hey, man. He says, I just called to tell you that one of these days I'm going to call you when I don't need anything. But today is not that day. <laughs> I said, well, I can live with that. I, I need a guitar. Can I borrow a guitar? Said, yeah, yeah, that's cool. You know? But that, he, at least he would tell the truth about it. Don't you hate it when someone says, oh, how you doing? Oh, yeah, you know, oh, uh, yeah. I thought about you the other day. Oh, yeah, that's, oh, you know, I saw your picture on Facebook. You had aged a bitch. You know you have, right? I got a mirror. Man, I ain't lying. So I get fatter, I get thinner, I get fatter, I get fatter, I get fatter. I get, I'm waiting for the thinner to come back. You know what I mean? I mean, you, you can tell when people start getting older, they start taking pictures further away. You know? When they're in their teens and they're 20, the thing's all up here. And then you get, to, and you know, look, and you know they went to one of those places, what do you call it, the, the, the fashion shots, y'all know what I'm talking about, where they dress them all up. You know, you ain't got flowers like that at your house, all back here, smiling like that, you know. I like the real pictures, you know, the guy's hats on sideways like that, his, his pants down here, working on something, and his kid got one of the pictures. That, that's your daddy right there. That's it right there. Oh, man, I tell you what, I miss my dad, too, because my dad was a trendsetter. These guys wearing their hats sideways. My dad was doing that for years. Over here. The baggy pants down here. My pops had that down in the 70s. You know? I said, like, pull your pants up. So he would. He'd get in the middle of Kmart. But I was like, oh my gosh, me and Donna would go like this. Hey, bud. I'm like, I don't know that man. I ain't never seen him before. And then he didn't want to throw away with no clothes. Get him new stuff. Got a hole when my dad passed away. I was like, man, I wish I could. He got clothes, all this over here, and he had a T-shirt with a hole in it. He said, I'm, I'm good. I was like, oh, my, my grandma would even get on him, right? My dad from West Virginia, they didn't have a whole lot. He didn't, get, he didn't even. My dad never even knew what spaghetti was till he was in the military. Ain't that crazy? I said, what y'all eat deer? He said, deer. 
He said, ain't that no deer? Everybody killed him up there. Boy, he said, we had possum. Possum. Oh, yeah, boy. Possum. Squirrel gravy. Get a little sidetracked, boy. I tell you what, nobody's going to eat anything now when they come leave here. We ain't hungry. We have a salad today. You know? But you know what? Even with that, he was thankful. He was thankful. Are you thankful for what God's given you? Look around. Count your blessings. Let's keep on going. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. All right. We're all we on our home stretch, man. We're talking about praising the Lord. Whew. Praise God with a thankful heart. Oh, you say, oh, yeah, I, I do that. Does our thankfulness flow out? Does the gratefulness of your life and what God's doing in your life flow out to others? Really, think about that. Does your neighbors know you're saved? Boy, that quiet. Huh? Does the people that, that you work with know that you, that you believe what the Bible says? Not just because you say it. Because you pass it on to them. Because you share it with them. Because you're praying for them. Right? That's, this is where the rubber meets the road right here, man. You can say whatever you want. And we live it the best that we can, and sometimes we really blow it. Right? We get up the next day. You know, I worked with a guy a long time, and, and, and he says, I've been trying not to cuss anymore. I'm thinking, well, it must have been a bad morning because we need to start again. He goes, how did you stop cussing? I go, I do pretty good most days and everything else. You know, it's, it's a process because you know what? One day, I was talking like I used to talk, and my beautiful bride said, there must be a million other words you can use than that. And I thought, she's right again, ain't she? She's right again. She's right again, right? So did I take that and go, yeah, okay. No, what I did, and I started thinking about this. I said, I don't want to try to praise the Lord with the toilet now. You know? And I said, Lord, can you, will you help me with that? Help me with that. And you know what? Little by little, God keeps pouring it in. But you know what? What I always say, you can't pour out what you don't pour in. So does our thankfulness flow out? I hope that we consider what God's done for us. I hope you consider what friends have done for you, your family has done for you. Sometimes it's good to consider the cost. Amen? Let's keep on rolling. I said, how does it flow out? Well, how does it flow out to God? Our praise, how does it flow out to God? Is he getting what's left over? Sometimes. Right? Do you start your day with God, spend your day with God, and end your day with God? You say, well, i got to go to work. And that's okay. You can still take him with you, right? He's going to be with you. He's never going to leave you or forsake you. But so many times we think, this is, this is something else that I see over here. We think that we got church time and work or business. You ever seen that? Well, let me tell you, there's no need to separate him if you really believe what he says. Because is God just the, the, the God on, on Sunday or is he the God seven days a week? Is he the one that's going to make your business? Are you, you know, sometimes it's hard. Sometimes you've got to make that decision. Man, the easy way is not always the best way. Amen? Come on, man. It's, oh, sometimes it's, being a Christian is not about being comfortable. Amen? People have been sitting in these chairs for 30 minutes. They say, you can say that again. <laughs> you can say that again, right? Well, I'm going to tell you what. It is about being secure. And it is about being loved. And it is about being forgiven. And it is about sharing his grace and his love and his mercy and his peace and his compassion. And I'm going to tell you this. Over 17 years of ministry, I think one of the things that many times lack the most is compassion. Lord, help us be a people of compassion. 
And man, I tell you what, when you see somebody share compassion with you, man, you just eat it up. It's like, man, you know, I was just thinking about you today. Or can I help you with this? Or can I hold the door for you? And they don't want anything else. And you know what? You know what's crazy? Many times, the life that we're living now, compliments and help and compassion is so far and few between. People don't even know how to receive them. Oh, you look nice today. Uh, well, well, yeah, well, okay. If you tell me that, I'm going to say, really? What'd you say? I couldn't hear you. Tell me again, right? Not that I have to have it and have to this and that, but I appreciate when somebody has a kind word. I appreciate that because you know what? They're taking time and say, you know what? You know what? You matter. Just like we talked about in these bags. We're handing out the word of God because we want to let them know that they matter. Amen? So how does all that flow back to God? You know, when we're praising the Lord, man, as our hearts aimed at the Lord and say, Lord, you know what? I'm just thankful today. You give us a place to worship. I'm thankful today that, you know what, I got my family by my side. I'm thankful today for the family that's went on, that they know the Lord. I'm thankful today that, you know what, that you, you know what, I didn't miss no meal yesterday. Thankful for all those things. Let's keep on rolling. Now, how does it flow out to others? How does that praise and thankful heart? We kind of touched on that a little bit. Think about that. It doesn't mean to be a pushover, but it means to represent the Lord the best you can. Amen? And sometimes I think it's a little tough, isn't it? Because it's not convenient. And I'll tell you something else. Sometimes we got to have the Lord to just most times. How about all the time? Let's just go ahead and tell it like this. We need the Lord to help us do that. What are you talking about? How about forgiveness? Sometimes it's hard to forgive. Boy. I say this many times. Forgiving someone does not mean you agree with the offense. But it means you refuse to have that shackle you for the rest of your life. And binds you up. And a lot of times somebody that is offended, you don't even know they offended you. They're going on about their business. But you know what? Ask the Lord to help you in those areas. Lord, help me forgive this person. This is a terrible thing. Whatever may, may happen or whatever. But are you willing to carry that around with you that impacts your life? All the days you have left? They impact your children's lives? Your, your friend's life? Your job? Man. You know, we talk about living life with joy. Man, isn't that something? Now, I don't always do that as fast as I like to, but the Lord's been working in my life. I had somebody tell me today, he said, man, you know what? You, had, you remember when uh, such and such and you got in, the, got in an argument and everything else and, and, the, and the guy just cussed you out? And I don't do good with somebody cussing me out. I really don't. And said, so how long you worked here? I said, I worked here 32 years. Said, Does that happen? Oh, I said, it happened twice. What'd you do? I prayed for him. I said, but you know what happened? They said, what? I said, both times, both guys came back, got everybody in a shop, and said, hey, y'all got a minute, buddy? You got a minute? I go, yeah, what's up? I just want to tell you that I apologized for that yesterday. We're in pretty deep, and we're doing this, everything like that. I just asked you, forgive me. I said, forgive me. Good. Man, isn't that something? So now, when I share that story, it's not like, yeah, them two guys cussed me out. I tell you what. Now I said, man, isn't that something? God brought them on back. And I didn't say, well, you better. You ought to. I just said, hey, man, it's a long day yesterday, brother. I understand that now. Praise God. Isn't that something? No longer shackled to that. Let it ride. Whatever. Can I guarantee you that they'll always come back and say that? No. But I can guarantee you this. When you settle in your heart, when you settle in with the Lord, you ain't got to worry about it if they come back.
Because that's all men. Amen? That's going to help somebody today. How about this? I'm getting ready to bring it on in too close. Count your halves instead of your have-nots. Mm-mm-mm. Count what you got. I've shared this story many times, and I thought about it yesterday when I was working on some of these things here. Spending time with my dad and different things over the years. I remember, man, we were going down the road, and I, and I, and I, he retired and all this. And I said, you going to be all right retiring? He said, oh, man, we're fine. Everything's all right. And I said, good. So we're going around. I said, hey, you know, you say you're doing all right. Maybe we ought to buy a new house. He said, boy, you lost your mind. I said, no. I said, we can, we can look at that house right there, Dad. I said, you could get some horses. See, I'm working on it. You could get some horses. He said, that'd be nice. He said, but your mama won't ever move. And I'm sure there's probably times in 50-some in years of marriage, she probably said, well, I'll just move over there. She can stay over here, right? That happens sometimes, right? He said, no, no, no. And he said this to me. I know you guys heard me say this, but some folks haven't heard me say this. We're going down the road, and he's chewing the back. He said, roll that window down. He said, son, that man ain't living no better in that house than I am at mine. See, because I was looking at stuff. He didn't care about the stuff. He said, man, your mama can get a steak dinner anytime he wants. He said, how do you like my truck? I said, it's nice, Dad. He said, it's paid for. It's paid for. You know, wasn't a flashy guy. And most of the stuff that he had, he spent it on me and Donna anyway. Passing it on. But you know what? We get so worried about what somebody else has. Don't make no difference to me. We get all wrapped around that. Let me tell you, if somebody gets something new, man, I'm like, oh, man, that's right. You know something? I, 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 got, I got a new truck, 1974. I drove it to work three days, and they opened the car door into it. Ain't that something? And you know who, who told me? My buddy. And I went out there and moved the car door. I said, I think you did. He said, no, I didn't. <laughs> he said, that, that, that thing didn't have a dent in it like that when I sold it to you. I said, well, you want it back? It looked like you put a dent in it. He said, no, I didn't. But you know what? The people come out there and pick stuff apart. But what? Oh, well, you're you going to get that painted right there, aren't you? You know, you're going to, you, you know, oh, why didn't you get this over here? Don't you hate that? When somebody comes, instead of saying, hey, you like that? I like that. That's good. That's nice. Can you imagine that? All the time. But you see it over and over and over. Because you know what? People get jealous. Come on now. If somebody's going to get jealous of me, I want them jealous of one thing. You ready? You ready for this? I want them jealous that I know Jesus so good. Not that I'm so good. Did you hear that? That I know Jesus. That I know Jesus. That I know, man, let me tell you. Listen, man, you know Jesus. Yes, I do. You act like you know him. I do. Really? To, to, to cultivate their See, that's what happens with the Jews and the Gentiles, right? That's where the, the Gentiles got into the whole thing. Because the Jews were like, well, we have the very word of God. Yes, you do. What'd you do with it? You beat people with it. Boom, boom. You need this. You should have done this. You should have done this. You should have done that. And a lot of times, if you're not careful, preachers will do that. You should do this. You just, I'm saying, come on. Bring it on. It's paid for. Bought and paid for. The have-nots in the spiritual realm are the people have not, are, are the ones that have received not. Does that make sense? Because it's on the table. God says, you know what? I, I will supply all your needs. But a lot of times we go, yeah, I know, but. I'm going to tell you what today I pray. That you cherish every moment and you count what you have 
That's a great blessing. Mm -hmm. You have a Savior that's sitting on the right-hand side of God that is interceding for you. I've asked this before. You don't have to raise your hand. Anybody ever had a lawyer before? Yeah. When you're in that time of need, it's nice to have a lawyer, right? Man, you got somebody better than a lawyer. You got somebody that not is only your lawyer, your advocate, but he paid the fine for you. His name is Jesus. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? How about that? How about you pass out a car with Jesus on it? You know, you got business cards and everything else. Hey, who do you work for? Oh, I work for a big company. Oh, you do? Really? Yeah. Heard a guy. He was on a plane one time. Somebody says, well, well, who do you work for? Man, you dress nice. That's nice. Oh, yeah. He said, I work for a big company. Really? What do you do? Well, I'm a spokesperson. You're a spokesperson for a big company. He said, it's global. It's all over the world. He said, how big is the company? He said, millions of people there. And I said, man, I'm right, I'm, I'm, I'm right there. Really? Y'all taking any applications? He said, yeah. Yeah, what's the name of it? He said, it's called the church. Huh? <laughs> it's called the church, right? Turn around. He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who do you work for? I work for Jesus. Yeah. And then people said, what's your real job? I said, I just told you. I knew the other one because people still need Jesus at my work. <laughs> How about that? You know? Isn't that something? Oh, I love it. I love it, man. I can't get enough of it. But then next time somebody asks you what type of work you do, you tell them you just work for a big global company. Yeah, man, they're hiring all the time. They're bringing in people by the droves, boy. They ever have a layoff? Never. Never. How long is it? How old is the company? About 2,000 years or more? <laughs> I mean, like that. Oh, yeah, good company. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, man. You know, some people, some people are. Some people pack lunches. Some people, some people do this. Some people uh, work on boats. Some people do this. Some people, really? You think, well, what do you do? Oh, I, I, I turn boats. I do this. I, I dig ditches. All that. Yeah, oh, we got, pro we got a place for you. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you, no matter what God has given you or what he's gifted you with, you can work for him. Amen? You can be a part of what God's got going. Amen? Let's bring this thing on home. Everybody doing good? Say amen. amen. All right. So I want to ask you this, how rich are you? Man, I'll tell you what, I didn't know how rich I was until I started preaching this message. I'm feeling, I'm feeling, I think, that, I think I'm going to just went to a, a higher tax bracket. <laughs> because when I started looking at those things, I said, man, this is amazing. But also, uh-oh, got a little trigger happening. It's not about the money. I said, friends, the bottom line is like this. You can have a lot of stuff in this world, but you can be spiritually bankrupt, no doubt, in my mind. I had a guy one time, and I'm getting ready to bring this to a close. When I was a little boy, there was a, a man that would, would, was dating a lady down the road from us. And uh, he owned a lot of companies and loaned a lot of different things, and he was real nice to me and all that stuff. Always a good guy, a friend of the family. Uh, I had a little mini bike, and I had a for sale sign on it. He bought that. He'd wheel and deal all types of different stuff. And... Uh, Later on, I ended up working with this man. He did a lot of work on the outside and stuff. And I had a car for sale. He said, what you want for it? And I said, uh, I need to sell this car. i got to have this money. Came in the next day. I think it was like $6,000. He said, it's in the top drawer right there. Just go ahead and get it. I said, hey, wait a minute. Don't leave. Let's count this out. Yeah, no problem. And I started talking to him. But I, I, the guy had a lot of stuff, and he was a good guy. And he was good to me. He was good to a lot of people. And I said, well, man, 
tell me about this business and all this stuff you do and everything else. And the man began to talk to me. He said, son, you can make a lot of money, but it'll cost you everything you love. I said, what? And he started to cry. He just gave me $6,000 for the car. A high position at that place. He owned buildings all over the place. Most of y'all would know the guy's name if I said it. And he began to cry and he says, it'll cost you everything you love. And he was looking at me, but he was looking through me. And he, I no doubt it was going back through his mind. He said, it'll cost you your wife. It'll cost you your family. It'll cost you Now, I'm not saying having stuff will do that. I'm saying when things get out of perspective. And you chase the wrong things for the wrong reasons. And I began to minister to that man about the Lord. And talk to him about the Lord. And, and, and. It was just like, almost like it was foreign to him. Because everything had a price and it had to be this and we had to make this margin. We had to do all these things and all this right here, all this stuff. But slowly but surely, God would start working on his heart. And I pray that somewhere along the way that he received the Lord. I gave him all the tools, like I said. But I tell you, when I walked out of that man's office, he wasn't the only one crying. It hurt my heart to think that you could own so much and you could have so much and really at the end of the day you have so little. How rich are you? Let me tell you what, if you got Jesus, you are the richest person that you'll ever meet. Let us pray. Father God, I thank you today that you know what? That you tell us, let the message about Christ and all its richness Fill your lives. Teach and counsel each other with all the wisdom he gives. Sing songs and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Lord, help us today to have thankful hearts. Help us today, Lord, to know that, you know what, you've gone before us, Lord, that you give us a peace that passes all understanding. Lord, that we need to, to, to make note of the time. The Lord, to, to, to understand that, you know what, that that peace that passes all understanding is an amazing thing. You can't buy it. You can't rent it. You can't barter for it or anything else. But you can freely receive it. You say, well, how do I receive that? You receive that by calling on the name of Jesus. The Bible says all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That means all of us have missed the mark. And usually we don't have too much problem realizing that. Usually the problem is, Lord, that we don't know what to do about it. Well, you have a remedy, and his name is Jesus. He's more than enough. And you tell us in your word that if we confess with our mouth the Lord Jesus, believe in our heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And Lord, I'm so thankful that you even went a step further and said, whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. If that's you today, if you're not sure if you died today, that you spent eternity in heaven, I want you to look up here right now so you'll know. I'll give you the tools. Salvation is on your lips. All you got to do is believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. If you hear and you say, buddy, I believe that, but I don't always live that. Well, guess what? You're in the right place. Just with all of us. We missed the mark. Lord, today I pray for each one, starting with myself, Lord, to forgive me and forgive us when we miss the mark. Help us come alongside of each other to encourage one another. Because, Lord, it's a new day, a freshness of the day. The grace and mercy that you give is new every day. 
receives that love because, Lord, we are truly rich in Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen. Give the Lord a hand clap. Absolutely.